0: Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, the tastiest hour of talk in Music City. Now here's your host, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. We are powered by Gordon Food Service, my name is Brandon Still, and I'm going to be your host today. We are joined with Caroline Galsen, back from vacation in just a few minutes. But today we are talking with two of the most amazing people in the city, Emma and Chris Bayard. They are uh, the owners of SS Guy, which is now open. You can go to the wash right now, and you can finally eat it. I think the first time I did a pop-up, there was like a year and a half ago. And man, I was just blown away. I was blown away by what they were doing because it's there's nothing like it out there anywhere. I mean, it's really truly unique. And you're gonna learn all about it today. That's what this episode is about. But man, first I want to talk about Rachel Hale. That episode on Friday was so fun. She is she just has so much energy and she's so fun. I, I know there's something about uh Rachel that was just there was a great interview. We had so much fun. And at the end of it, I said, Hey, so the song A Man, tell me about this song, A Man are you single? And she goes, I am single. And I said, we should do a dating show with you. And she goes, what? And I said, what if we found you a a suitor? What if we found you a single man in the city? And We brought three of them in here. And then you sat in this chair and you asked them questions. And then we got down to one and you went on a date with them. And she's like, Oh my God, I'd love to do that. So here we go. We are going to do a dating show. We're going to do a show where you get to take out Rachel Hale. This is going to be sponsored by some people, but right now I know I'm sponsoring it at Bowl. So we're going to take them out for a dinner for two at Maribol restaurant where we're gonna we're going to have footage of the whole thing and then we're going to bring them back after the date to learn how the date went, see if there's going to be a second date. So this is a lot of fun. If you are out there and you are a man and you would like to date this woman, you want to go out on a date, uh, if you listen to the show and you thought it was interesting and you wanted to give it a shot, you need to DM me. DM me at Brandon underscore NRR and just put in the message, hey, I want to date Rachel Hale. And from there, we're going to do some screening questions. We're going to find out, make sure you're not a crazy. And uh, and then we're going to bring in studio. We're going to have a lot of fun with this and hopefully make a love connection because that is what we do here. We, um, we make love connections. That's what it is. Not true. Uh, we are... <laughs> We're having way too much fun over here at the podcast. Hey, uh, we're going to jump into this episode with Emma and Chris. But first, I want to tell you about volunteer welding and supply. You hear the name volunteer welding and supply, and I wonder, what do they do? What is volunteer welding and supply? Well, they are the ones who supply you with the CO2 that that fills your Coca-Colas and your beer taps and all that stuff volunteer welding is the ones who will come to your place. They work with telemetry so they can know when your CO2 tank is low and let you know immediately. They're just amazing people. When we first were opening Chagos and this is, this is why we get volunteer welding. I'm not, no BS here. Volunteer welding was amazing in coming in and this is what we can do. And I did a comparison to what we were using with their competitor, um, the national competitor, they have another competitor's local who does a great job too, but their, their national competitor was charging us, they currently are charging us at one of our restaurants twice as much as the other, co- And but I didn't know because it's all this, the invoice is so crazy and non, you don't notice it, we're going to go down to PL, we're going to have enough sponsors, we're going to help you get all of these little expenses that just eat you alive. We're gonna get local companies that you can call that are gonna help you do it. Sometimes you're in five, six, seven-year deals and you don't even know what you're paying. This is where you need to call David Perry because this guy can help you out. Let me give you his number. His number is 615-306-7455. That's 615-306-7455. Or you can find him at D Perry. that's D-P-E-R-R-Y, at volunteerwelding.com. Seriously, guys, Give them a call today. Let's jump in right now with Emma and Chris. Just gonna jump right in. So yep. let's do it. Super excited to welcome in Emma and Chris Baird. Did I say it? Baird? Baird. Super excited. Today to already, we're jumping off to a start here. Emma and Chris Baird. That's right. They are the owners of the brand new SS Guy.
1: Ooh. That's wild to hear. <laughs> Does it, is it
0: wild to hear? It I mean, is. my goodness. I think I went to your first pop-up. It was over oh, a year ago.
2: Yes. Yeah, it was almost it was October 2021. Yeah, right around
1: Halloween. Mm-hmm.
0: A year and a half ago, I went to your mm-hmm. first pop-up, and I yeah. was like, this is delicious. I did nothing about anything. And then I've seen you guys at Eastside Bon Me forever. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Now it's time. Now it's time. It's really here.
0: No.
2: <laughs> Was your first pop-up at Bastion, <coughs> is that right? No, first one was at Eastside Side. It was me. at Eastside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, first but did you
1: there. did you do one at Bastion? We didn't do one at Bastion. Oh. We no. Did Urban Sorry, Cowboy. guys. None oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the first one was Eastside Bon Me. It was kind of a blur. We uh, <laughs> we did a lot in the, in the first pop-up. It was, uh, can this really work, kind of a pop-up. And we tested it. It works. It works? I mean, <laughs> it, we figured a lot of things to not do, um, but... You know kind of going through the motions um we, we learned a lot from it and but it was it was a good test to to really see how it works um and go kind of go from there and, and build upon that so we took a little while before we did another one to kind of really reflect on it work on the things that we needed to work on and the next time that we did it you know we were going to come really strong with it and and
0: what you what'd you learn the first time
1: don't take pre-orders for the first (laughs) pop-up. Don't invite every
2: industry person to your first pop-up
1: ever.
0: I I remember walking into that, and I'm like, God, this is a who's who of chefs in this room. And it was like, it was awesome, because you're just like, hey,
2: what's happening, what's happening?
0: And then all of a sudden, it's like, Wow, this food is great, but I can imagine the <laughs> yeah. press, oh, the, the pressure. It's the first
2: yeah. time we had ever served the food to anyone outside first of our time. family or friends. Or home, and yeah, yeah oh, and then man. it's like, okay, here's like everyone that matters in Nashville coming to yeah. eat your food, <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, oh my god, oh
0: shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you get good feedback, or were people like critical because? I mean, but you <laughs> want that at the on the first one. Do you need <laughs> do you need people after a first pop up to be like? holy shit, this is delicious. You need to do this? Yeah. Or do you need constructive? And your first one, what are you looking for you there? You need
1: a little bit of both, I think. I mean, it's it's really important. Like, you have your inner circle of people that you've cooked this meal for that you've worked with, like the guys that you work with in the kitchen or, or Michael at San Vito. And, like, I've been feeding him this meal for a long time just, like, because he is the best. He doesn't hold back. Yeah, um, And I love him for that because um, you need to know, the, the real, the real deal. A lot of people would tell you like, this is awesome. This is, you should totally do this. But like your inner circle that you trust, like, where am I at with this? You know? Um, and so we, we got both, like we, we got really good construction, constructive criticism on, on things that work and things that didn't. Um, but it was, it was an overall feeling of like this, can you know, do this. Uh, y- and US people like this. it and mm-hmm. yeah,
2: building a little confidence there of like, this is a meal that people enjoy and don't think everyone's just bullshitting us, you know, yeah. you can <laughs> look out and see that people were really enjoying it and loving it and asking questions and that built your confidence there. So mm-hmm. was, I think it was a nice mix of, um, you know, feedback and just like a good confidence building thing of like, okay, we can really do this. Yeah.
0: So Mackenzie yeah. Lunsford over at the Tennesseean wrote a little article about you guys are opening with you are here hospitality and I want to get all into you are here hospitality and yeah. how this whole thing has happened and how people have seen you at Eastside Bon Me for so long and yeah. just kind of the story of how they do this stuff. For sure, but I think the genesis of what what are you doing is really fascinating in the idea of you guys went to Thailand. Was it your honeymoon?
1: our honeymoon mm-hmm. yeah
0: well you tell the story
1: so i i had been once before for my 30th birthday um didn't take much convincing to convince emma and i to go on our honeymoon uh <laughs> to thailand there so that was
2: uh this was about this was 2020 when we got married yeah. right before the pandemic right hit. Be- right Literally as it right hit before. <laughs> yeah. wow I mean, like yeah. shut travel what's off? your
3: anniversary uh, March 6th. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
0: Well, my birthday is March 8th. So we're, yep. I know that time. You know that time. Because <laughs> you're, like, you're like, like the week before it happened. Literally. Yeah. Because there was the like First case thing was March 8th. Mm-hmm.
2: Rumblings of it, but it was like, oh, like, you know, we reached out to the people in Thailand. They were like, everything's fine here. Like, y'all should still come. So mm-hmm. we are like, okay. And then we got there and we're like, oh.
3: So did you go to Thailand on like March 7th?
2: Uh, Yeah. We left yeah. the next day. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. A, lo- a lot
1: of our family was like, yeah. Are y'all really going to Thailand right now? There's no fucking way we were not going. <laughs> <laughs> I had no been way. planning this for so long. This was this our first real vacation
2: in like three years. You know, we were like, we're going. Like, did you yeah. Did you guys meet working in restaurants? We did. How, how did you yeah. meet? Um, so, so, yeah, um, we both. Moved to Savannah in Savannah, Georgia, in about twenty seventeen. From yeah. where originally? I'm from Nashville,
1: mm-hmm. and I moved from California. Oh, okay, um, we had both kind of been looking for both a reason to. People. That's right. <laughs> we were looking for a reason to end up in Savannah. I had come a long time ago, um, fell in love with the city. Didn't have a reason to go yet. Husk was opening. That's my shot. As I'm going. We're going to leave California. Had had. East and
2: I was working at Husk in Nashville, Mm -hmm. and I was look. I just graduated college. I was looking for kind of a way out of Nashville for a little bit. I knew I'd probably always come back, but wanted to go do something else. And they were opening the Savannah location, so I moved there as the um, like administrator and events director. And Chris moved to open as a sous chef. And yes, we started working together. Um, I had kind of like the eight to five portion of the job and Chris had just
1: all day long and he had
2: just adopted this dog and I was so concerned about the dog I was like who's taking care of your dog like you're always here you know and like I was lonely I just moved there I was living by myself in this apartment so I was like can I like go take care of your dog and walk her and like and then the more I started taking care of Julia the dog I just kind of started hanging out at Chris's house for her and
1: she thinks this. This is by coincidence (laughs) this is a very thought-out plan (laughs) Uh, i knew exactly what i was (laughs) doing so
2: we yeah we started dating Mm -hmm. pretty soon after and um dated for about two years Mm -hmm. and got engaged in 2019 Mm -hmm. and Married in 2020. That's right. Yeah. Beautiful <laughs>
1: little park in Savannah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, it's the classic restaurant love story. Zay- it <laughs> is. It really <laughs> is. Everyone has their own. I, I have almost
3: the exact same yep. story. <laughs> <laughs> and then we moved to Nashville and started doing pop-ups. You yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs>
4: should
1: really write a book of how this yes. works. Yeah. Are uh, you going to go into <laughs> the business The proven spouse, method. This yeah. This is how this is the, the track.
0: Oh, <laughs> I, I missed me the day that was like, telling me they were you know man i was in a meeting somewhere and somebody's like man i just can't find anybody out there i just can't find my go you can come work in my restaurant <laughs> you'll have 10 people in a day like what are you talking about like, can i got a job for you if, you, if you're lonely you're
1: go in the wrong business a <laughs> cool. that's, that's the new dating
0: app the love connection is go get a job yeah. <laughs> in a restaurant
1: all
0: right so my favorite question is how did you propose did you propose? I mean, I don't want to assume oh, that no. you proposed. Maybe you proposed. <laughs> I don't know, but how did the proposal go?
1: So um, planned this big long trip in um up in Boone, North Carolina., uh, we drove up uh, us and did you the know the dog did you
0: know
2: I had inkling okay. like I had I never get surprise. I never get my nails done in my <laughs> like ever, and my sister had like mentioned like you should like you Know treat yourself like get your nails done, and I was like, mm, This is weird. Like, I'm also going to the mountains, so like, why do I need to have my nails done? So, I like, had an idea, and then that happened. And I was like, Okay, I kind of feel like
3: something's happening. Getting
0: my here. nails done, yeah. yeah,
3: okay. I definitely <laughs> got my nails done the day I thought I was
2: getting yep. engaged. So yeah. I didn't know, but I'm because like, You just might be case. doing well, yeah, the, the photo, and I was like, Okay, I don't know if it's happening, but if my sister's saying something, I'm gonna going to do it just in case.
0: That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so okay, so you're going to the Mount Boone, yep. North Carolina. North mm-hmm. Carolina. Pack the dogs,
1: everything up, tons of food to cook in the in the little cabin, had a, you know, hot tub, fireplace, outdoor fire pit. Yeah, mountain a, views Nice little cabin up there. It was there. perfect. No was... one was there, so if she said no, we could, you know. <laughs> Make things haste really easily, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just proposed up there, just us and and it was Julia. Really and nice. It was, it was just
2: at nighttime, like mm-hmm. we had just cooked a really nice meal by the fire. We didn't even tell anyone for like a whole day (laughs) like we just like (laughs) Mm. it was just us and there was literally no one else else out there like Mm -hmm. we were in the mountains and like I didn't even call anyone until we were like back in town the next day because it was just really nice to take the time for ourselves like we'd been working in restaurants and just not really stopped for like two years up until that point Mm -hmm. and just like
1: barely even had days off together. Yeah, we
2: didn't have days off <laughs> together. I had Saturday, Sunday, he had We are fucking Monday, going Tuesday. to Thailand.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's coming together now, exactly. I see it.
2: Yeah, so it was just us kind of away from the whole world for like a solid 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And then we went back into like Asheville and called parents and friends and all of that. But it's really nice just to take like a whole night and day to just kind of soak it all in and – um have that time together before it, you know, all goes into craziness once you start telling people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was it was a special, special time. That's right.
0: That's mm-hmm. awesome. So then you go to Thailand. Yep. And you eat while you're there, and you tried Stop. this chicken, mm-hmm. and you had fried chicken, and you had grilled chicken. Yep. Tell us about that experience.
1: So let's see. We in Koh Phangan, which is one of the the s- southeastern islands. I had gone before for a full moon party. Um, things happened there. It was kind of wild. Uh, <laughs> I remember the experience. I told Emma, like, we got to go to Koh It's amazing. Never even went to the full moon party when we were there. We were just too... Yeah, yeah, I
2: was a little like, oh, it's our yeah. honeymoon, like I don't want to go to a full moon yeah, party. No, it's and actually it was, highly
1: overrated. <laughs> and everything <laughs> I had read on the internet
2: of like Kofangan was just mm-hmm. like you go for the full moon party and like that's pretty much it. Then we realized there's a whole other side oh. of this island that's like kind of untouched because everyone stays at Rin, which is mm-hmm. where the party is. And then there's this whole other area that just is has
1: amazing food. Amazing and it's quiet and quiet. beautiful. Yeah, a lot of a lot of expats, but also just a huge local community there as well that that just does really gangster food. And um,
2: we were we took like a beach day where we Mm -hmm. just got on our little scooter and we just drove around the entire island and just stopped at all the beach signs that we saw. And we were coming back and we could smell this chicken. And we just Mm -hmm. followed our nose to this little (laughs) roadside. Literally
1: ended up this little (laughs) hut.
2: We like both like smelted and like Mm -hmm. Chris was just like. Where on the front <laughs> 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 following this little stint you know,
0: just... I, I imagine like a cartoon where like yeah. there's like somebody <laughs> cooking like, and, you like, can, and like mm-hmm. the oh like the
1: dog just like starts <laughs> the nose just yeah. starts like floating towards the food I am that dog <laughs> 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 That was me mm-hmm. and there's there's this lady cooking yes. all she's making is, is grilled chicken som and sticky rice and a couple of sauces that's all she has Um and we sat down um and proceeded to eat five orders of this chicken it was unbelievable i had i had never I've been eating chicken my whole life you know fried grilled whatever i had never had anything like this this was insane
0: so did you order one round of chicken and then eat it and then go i have to have another one oh, and yeah. you did that 5 times yeah pretty
2: much <laughs> cuz uh, it's just like we didn't really know what takes back so and we also couldn't communicate very well mm-hmm. so you know you just kind of point at what you want and go and we didn't really know how great it would be then we sat down and had that moment of like holy shit like this tastes like nothing i've ever had and it's something we've eaten a lot of <laughs> a lot. i mean in
0: the south you fried chicken it's kind of a staple right yeah chicken yeah. itself mm-hmm. but there this was fried chicken but it was completely different
1: completely different
0: what do you what was the biggest difference in that chicken now that you've kind of perfected it what do you
1: perfected is a stretch because <laughs> well <laughs> to, to me that's you know it's it's something that will never be perfect in my mind of, cause I will always be chasing that, that moment. Um, and that's, that's the beauty of it. And, and what it is about that is cause I don't know if I will ever be as good as that, as that lady. Um,
0: have you gone back since
1: we have,
2: we went back in March, three
1: years on the dot,
0: your three year anniversary. You went back to Thailand.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, to do, you know, for several reasons One, we want to try to go as much as possible, obviously. um, but we had to do an R&D trip before we opened this and go back and and to see, to go to these two spots and see if we were close. Um, It's something
2: we always said we would do. Like mm -hmm. if we actually do this and get to the point where we're opening our own spot, like we have to go back and we have to do a little bit more research and... um, find people to help us translate so we can communicate and talk to the people cooking the food and put a bigger focus on the research side of it. You know, the last time we went, it was our honeymoons. We were like eating all this wonderful food and drinking and having fun, but it wasn't a research-based trip. Whereas
0: now you're like, ask them what they marinate this chicken in. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Find someone and help translate. and let's What actually is this try flavor?
1: And yeah. Because yeah, everything that we were going off of was based off of research and memory, um, it's tough to. How to far sew. off were you? For the fried, we got really, really, pretty spot on. I, I would say um, I'm really, really happy where where that's at. The the grilled, kind of sad in a way, but happy in a way. The the lady was not there for the grilled, mm-hmm. which was. At first, kind of a, a gut wrenching thing for me. We, we went to the exact same spot, looked around, asked everyone around, and as things happen, things grow. Tourists happens.
2: COVID. COVID. Yeah, I mean, a lot know. of vendors did not come back from COVID. Yeah. Thailand was so that whole place affected. is closed. She's not there.
1: She was. Well, it's either that or it has expanded to like you know five or six other spots, and it's not just one lady cooking chicken. Yeah,
2: because she was um, just right off of this road that we think we were Mm -hmm. you know we were driving around like it wasn't really a place that you can google or you can look up like (laughs) she's just right off the road with her little tent and her Mm -hmm. little stand so it was kind of on us like is this are we on the right road like we definitely figured out we were and we were able to communicate with some of the other vendors and people cooking there and you know they kind of said after covid not everyone came back not Mm -hmm. everyone was able to make it other people took other jobs and things like that so um
0: i imagine there's also a side of that that you want to let her know that hey look we're exactly it was so good we're gonna make a business out of trying to replicate yeah Yeah, it's where she could at least know that hey i've inspired somebody Mm -hmm. to to, so
2: influential yeah the rest of our lives yeah
0: you'd think that'd be something that sad that you can't share that with her maybe you go back another time and she's back
1: exactly
0: i mean who knows the way things work out
1: you know and and so i was super disappointed about it but i kind of look at it now as i always get to chase that i always have a goal to get to that i can't see if i'm as good as but i have something to work towards because i don't know if i'll i'll ever be as good as her and and it's good not knowing, in a way. Always gives you something to chase.
3: This might be kind of a technical question, but yeah. I'm just curious. Is there um, a big difference in, like, the breed of chicken that's being used there versus what we have access to here or what's commonly used here? Maybe, like, 100%. what our palate is used to? Yes, yeah.
1: very, very much. Um, we've tried to source – the birds are a lot smaller there. Um, the breasts aren't near as big. Um, it's slightly tougher there, in a way. Um but they intentionally cook it pretty far um, to kind of break it down a little bit. But finding a bird in America that matches that is pretty tricky. Mm-hmm. We like to grow very large birds here. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I imagine all.
0: Springer Mountains Farm. Is that what you're using?
1: Uh, we're not using Springer. No. Um, because they grow small birds. They That's do their grow thing. small birds. Uh, the ones that we've found have, uh, for our fried have been pretty large um have you have you
3: sorry i'm just curious have you made those adjustments to like kind of accommodate what you think people are more used to
1: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah for sure um but still staying true to to what we do um and and, we've eaten just
2: about every local bird we can find we have done so many comparisons of side by side and trying to figure out what is the closest to you know what we had there Mm -hmm. um but there's just you know some things that can't that can't be duplicated, yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: um and it's it's a struggle too, because you know we want to use a good local bird, but we're also doing street food at the end of the day, and we have to keep that affordable cost of street food for for what we do, and that's that's a really hard balance for us because we're two two people that love local ingredients that are Delicious and raised by good people and And
2: we wanna, you know, put that support and money right back into our community. Mm-hmm. But we first off are very small business. We have very, you know, kind of low capital going into this and and we'd have to charge a pretty premium price in order to serve a, you know, we're doing half birds, we're doing whole birds, and that's an option. So in order to serve that as a local bird, we'd have to be charging a lot of money. And I just don't, you know, we're a street stall kind of. It's not a full sit-down restaurant. So we've really struggled in the past couple months going back and forth of like, do we do this? Do we not? Is this worth it? Will people understand that this is why we're having, and will they care enough to pay that much more money? So it's definitely been like one of the biggest debates we've been having of, you know, is this worth it or not? Mm -hmm. I mean,
3: for what it's worth, I think that, you know, you guys are making a smart decision, having those conversations, but being mindful of, you have to, take care of your business, you have to feed your business so you can feed other people. And and part of that feeding other people is down the line, you know, then you can make those adjustments. Hey, we found, we were able to source this, we were able to source that or make this change, but you know, don't, don't beat yourselves up about having to make decisions, money Mm -hmm. decisions first, you know,
2: that's what we, kind of finally arrived on and like
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is the best
2: decision for us we think at least for the timing and as we get you know a little bigger and we start to meet more farmers and people in the community and talk to other restaurateurs about what you know uh, chicken they're using and I think that it'll kind of naturally come and my sister and brother-in-law also live on 70 acres and sure. have started getting chickens. So I'm s- working on them. Of like, I think mm. that you all should check. There judge. will be an SS
1: Guy farm in Clarksville. Yeah. <laughs> say,
2: so yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yep. That's really my dream, but <laughs> got to
3: work on
1: them a little bit.
3: So for people who haven't had your food before, tell us about your menu. Tell us about the flavors. Tell us about what you can expect.
1: So we wanted, the whole idea of this concept was to do, you know, it's, Based off of two things: fried chicken and grilled chicken. Guy Yang and Guy Todd, um, and you know also a som tum. Um, what
0: what what is a som tum?
1: Som is for for people that yeah.
0: are like I don't speak, I don't know what that is.
1: Traditionally, <laughs> it's a, a green papaya salad, um, and it's a pounded salad, basically, and it's shaved thin green papaya uh, with fish sauce, tamarind, palm sugar, dried shrimp, tons of chilies um Long yeah, spicy as hell beans. right it's spicy it as can hell. be it, yep it yeah. should be um we
2: definitely had some in thailand that they give it to you and they're all just staring at you yeah. and you're it's, like i'm scared
0: i think nina makes one of those over at thai isan mm-hmm. that's like fire yeah yeah the <laughs> nina hot mm-hmm. is like, <laughs> it's like oh, it's hot and it will ruin you <laughs> exactly
3: yeah. one time i got mild at thai isan and i was like I can't eat this. <laughs> I'm a medium spice gal. Huh? I can't, how can I not eat the mild?
0: She takes all that. She'll right now. She's a smile smiling, going,
2: ha, <laughs> gotcha. That's what she wants. Yep.
0: We're going to take a short break to talk about some of the most amazing partners in this industry. Right now, we are so excited to have Cytex back on the show as a sponsor. Cytex, the whole linen industry has been absolutely out of control over the last three years during the pandemic. And it is nobody's fault. But I will tell you one thing. We have used Cytex through it all, and they have been absolute rock stars. If for some reason they didn't have our color, they were there with a different color. They were calling. They were communicating. The level of service that we received throughout the entire pandemic from Cytex was second to none And I am so excited that they are back to building new business. So if you are a locally owned operated independent restaurant out there and you are unhappy with who you're buying your linen from, I'm telling you, you've got to give Cytex a shot. These guys are doing amazing, amazing things. Let me tell you, you got to call Ross Chandler. Ross Chandler's my guy over there. His number is 270-823-2468. And if I ever need anything in the Linden world, Ross is the first one to jump in and help out. I love this guy. He'll, he'll always laugh because he said, You're the first, you're the first customer that I've ever hugged. <laughs> I said, Well, I'm I'm a hugger, man. I love you guys. So they're great people over at Citex. Again, give Ross Chandler a call at 270-823-2468. Are you a hospitality worker looking to purchase a new home? Don't settle for just any realtor. Use someone who understands your industry. Our real estate partner, John Ho, has a history in hospitality and is now able to help our industry through the home buying process. Along with his partner at Foundation Mortgage, they have the products and intimate knowledge of the hospitality industry to assist you in identifying properties to purchase and get you qualified for financing. Too often in our industry, we've been fed lies about the path to homeownership. The truth is you don't need great credit scores. You don't need tens of thousands of dollars for a down payment and you certainly don't need two years of employment at one job. Don't take chances with the one of the most significant purchases of your life. Trust people who understand the needs of hospitality workers. A team who is non-judgmental and is flexible enough to accommodate any hospitality schedule. And for you managers and executives listening out there, reach out to them to inquire for free information you can pass along to your staff. Contact them today to start your home buying journey with the right team. John Ho at 615 483 0315. Or you can follow him on Instagram at Hospitality. Amanda Gardner with Foundation Mortgage is 865 230 1031. Find her on Instagram at Mortgage Amanda. What Chefs Want story is incredibly unique. The owner, Ron Turnier met with a bunch of chefs in Louisville back in the early 2000s and asked them one simple question, what do you want? And the chefs, they responded emphatically, we want deliveries on Sunday. We wanna be able to split any item that you sell. We want a frictionless experience where we feel like we're being served. And so you know what he did? Something crazy. He did just that. So What Chefs Want is not only a company that's delivering fresh produce, fresh seafood, fresh custom cut meats, specialty items, dairy, gourmet, all of that seven days a week. They also offer 24-7 customer support. You want to call, you want to text, you want to email, you can talk to somebody 24-7. Get your delivery seven days a week in an amazing selection of products. That is What Chefs Want. So if you ever wonder why do they call it that, that's your reason. Check them out at whatchefswant.com.
1: So we wanted to just do a few things and do them really, really well. Our menu will never be much more beyond that. Um, And just execute it perfectly where you have perfect fried chicken, with sticky rice, a couple sauces, the grilled and the som salad, and really delicious vegetables that go along with that, from local farms, that's that's where we get our our good local in there. Um, with harper Moon, and yeah,
2: we were really inspired too by like the simplicity of like street food in Thailand. It's like you have. A lot of people in one area, but everyone is just doing their one thing that Mm -hmm. they do really well. And, like, there's multiple people, so you can get multiple things, but everyone's just doing their one or two things, and they're doing them really, really well. Mm -hmm. And that was something we talked about when we were eating food in Thailand. It's like, you don't have or you don't go into these restaurants, and there's... 20 different options there's generally like two to four options and they're that's all you get that's all they do they do it really fucking well so it's like that's you don't see that a lot in america because we're like feeding the masses we're trying to you know we're doing fusion we have every type of option you can imagine
0: well there's the cheesecake factory yeah (laughs) that's that's a book
2: a A literal
4: book
0: yeah
2: so there was a Big part of like what we love and respect about like Thai culture and street food is the fact that they don't try to do it all and they just do what they do really really well and that's something we definitely took with us as mm-hmm. we kind of went into this.
1: Exactly. So yeah, having having the meal with with just a, a few veggies and, and things to dip in and just sit down and enjoy it. That's I
0: I ate the peanuts. I was. They did another like a soft opening the other day mm-hmm. that was amazing. Thank you for the invite. Of course. And they gave you peanuts and then these mangoes. Mm-hmm. I ate the those for, like mango. the next three days. I, like, I sat about, in my car and I was just the, eating, these eating, eating, eating. Indeed. I. I mean, I would love to tell you what's going on with them. They were just delicious. Is it like a, <laughs> like a roasted season, peanut we're, or we're a grilled
3: peanut? Grilled. grilled oh. grill, yes. yes,
0: they're grilled peanuts. So it's <laughs> like.
3: Is it like? The peanuts, or is it like boiled peanuts that are grilled? No, so or? just
1: the shelled raw peanuts. Uh, we toss them in a little bit of shallot oil and uh, grill them very slowly over coals um, until they're really, really toasty all the way through. Takes a while. Um, and then uh, a lot of tamarind powder, mm. coriander. Um, Chili and lime.
3: Yeah, chili and it. lime. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was, was gonna say it. those things, but I didn't want to <laughs> throw off exactly what it was. All those
3: nuances of the flavor. The, yeah, I,
0: I knew what it was. I just wanted to see if he knew. That's what it was. <laughs> I do know they were delicious, and then the mangoes were the just like mangoes. the chewy mangoes were mm. just like perfect. Because mm-hmm. I get the I get like the dried mangoes at Costco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love those, and I, those were like my candy. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. and. They were, th- but they didn't have the sugar on them. But they were the flavor on them was so mm-hmm. on point. Yeah. A
2: little spice, little fish sauce. Yes. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, with with mangoes here, and when you have a mango in in Thailand, it's the best mango you've ever had every fucking time. Um, and so we don't always get the perfect mangoes here, and we never want to do something that's you know not perfect. Uh, so you know you can still get really good mangoes they're not going to be as good but we can treat them in a way where they will be really delicious yeah and then and um what kind of brings it in is they do jerky a lot and dried meats and stuff like that so i kind of wanted to do something that was a little bit different but could be a snacky thing that you can take with you and and relate and and so mango kind of jerky-ish thing (laughs) kind of played in um
0: I don't wanna I don't wanna change the subject because I love talking about your food and the actual food. I'm i am getting love, so hungry. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I'm literally tasting that drumstick that I ate, the fried chicken. Like I'm sitting here thinking about the night going. Are <laughs> <Tomorrow laughs> <night,
3: there laughs> you open tonight? I will be there. Tomorrow night. They're my
2: day. See you tomorrow. They
0: open is it Saturday. June June third. Third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
2: this Saturday for, for, for Well,
0: I'm gonna spoiler alert. This episode's coming out on Monday. Okay. Ooh, so they opened two days ago. <laughs> they opened uh, this past Saturday. And yes, you can go tonight.
3: Are you open seven days a week?
1: We're closed on Tuesdays.
3: Closed on Tuesdays. Yes. Okay. Um, and are so you lunch and dinner? Lunch and dinner. Yes. And Amy. then
2: eventually, I'm not putting a date on it quite yet, we're going to be doing late night.
3: Oh, um, smart. Yeah.
0: And they're in the wash. Yes. In East Nashville, right next to the new Suiza mm-hmm. Super Suiza. Quesadilla. Right. And then the next door to that is uh, ESP, the East Which, Side Which,
3: I mean, just that is one of my favorite, favorite so good. places in town. So good. I'm They're going to take it. So
0: you are here. Hospitality is just going to like take over the wash. That's my yep. prediction. Is that what's <laughs> going on here?
1: Uh, I, no, I'm. I'd say it's open to to anyone who wants to come in and and see how that works. That's the yeah, beauty of that. So, Cubano that
2: spot. and, um, two, and Peruvians. two Peruvians mm-hmm. are they crush it. Awesome, yeah. awesome, and good people, good mm-hmm. food. So, yeah, I think that um, I just had the opportunity, you know, for these open spots, and Chad and Tyler have developed a good relationship. So, mm-hmm. definitely worked out well for us
1: indeed
3: so since you guys are in a stall mm-hmm. i'd love to hear a little more about kind of like the structure of your business how sure. your operations work what your different roles are mm-hmm. in the business
1: sure so as as far as the wash itself and, and our business is how it's grown so chad and gracie are, are our backers in this and and uh we put a lot of time in at east side me and, and worked with them they've helped us you know grow in the business as well. That was and,
0: my question too. You are here Hospitality. How does that system work there? Because right. you guys were working at Eastside Me while developing this with them. Mm-hmm. Is so that yeah. part of the plan? Yeah.
2: Yeah, It's. I think it definitely kind of was a little for us specifically because we actually, when we, we were living in Seattle, um, we decided to move to Seattle um, in 2020 yeah. when we came back in the from middle of our honeymoon. Super good idea. Yeah, <laughs> really weird of us, but <laughs> so we were in Seattle and we were <laughs> moving back to Nashville, and we saw Chad and Gracie that they were opening Eastside Bond Me. We were like, "Oh, this looks really good." Like we just saw about them through Instagram and some of our industry friends and stuff, and. So we had the idea already in our heads of like wanting to do this and then seeing, you know, there were really great business people. Um, When we moved here, we went in and aid and kind of got to know them a little. And um, Chris was looking for a job and um, at the time Mm -hmm. he was working with Michael from St. Vito. um, And, but we were kind of trying to find someone who could help us get this off the ground. And we had talked to, Chad and Gracie about it before, you know, Chris even started that this kind of get an elevator pitch of it. Yeah, this was something we were interested in. And we wanted neither one of us had ever worked in like a fast casual concept before we had all done kind of finer dining and um, never worked in a restaurant like Eastside Me. And mm-hmm. we knew that if we wanted to do SS guy was definitely going to be at least at the starting point, something more fast casual as opposed to fine dining. And um, so we thought it'd be really great experience to kind of get in there and start working, see how that business works. And it's definitely different than running a fine dining restaurant. Oh, yeah. Much in, different. Um, also, just for us to work together again, we mm-hmm. hadn't worked together in about two years. We had not worked together in that type of setting, that small of a restaurant. <laughs> and,
0: that intense in uh-huh. the moments,
2: yeah, busy, small, and just like kind of having our defined roles of me running things in the front and Chris running things in the back and just kind of how we will work together well in that type of setting. So it was really, really helpful to spend that time at Eastside Bunny because we kind of got to work out some of the kinks of, you know, running a fast casual spot. What's one of
1: the kinks? Communication. You have respect. to communicate and respect. Respect, is yeah. the,
2: but you are stuffed in this tiny little spot. It is hot. It is busy. Everyone is pissed and just not losing respect for each mm-hmm. other.
0: I've never noticed. You guys always like are having a blast in there. We have fun. Everybody's not pissed. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like oh, hey,
3: how you do. That is, a, is such a part of it too, though. Is mm-hmm. you know having that open kitchen concept is like the back of the house learning hey guys there's not that wall, there's not a wall. you're part of the hospitality mm-hmm. of the yep. customer facing hospitality yeah yeah it's 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 a big and part it's,
2: well, You don't show that but it's the end of the night and you get yeah. home you've been there for 13 hours you smell like fish sauce we smell terrible <laughs> it wasn't the best day maybe something went wrong and mm. we both didn't you know do our best or something, and just not losing the respect for each other and still being able to have a good talk about, like, okay – this didn't go great today, so, like, how can we change this tomorrow? And just, like, and also just the immense amount of time you spend together. Mm -hmm. We work in this, you know, it's a small kitchen. We have a tiny kitchen in our house. (laughs) It's (laughs) like you come home, so we're, like, still in small quarters. (laughs) so just, like, figuring out, you know, respect, giving each other space, and just, like, I feel like we really learned how to work well together during our time there, which is really gonna Mm -hmm. help us and has already helped us as we open, you know, this area and, or this restaurant and another really small
1: space. Yeah. You know, and really small space, (laughs) really small space. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's tight. The walk-ins bigger than most things though. So Uh. that's good. You know, but going back to Chad and Gracie and you are here hospitality. I, I'm, I'm. I know we both are so thankful for for what they've given us in this. Like we literally had a restaurant to use as a test kitchen for our business and to grow it. Like I, if we, we a thousand
2: percent could have not done this. I mean, we are if, so immensely grateful for them.
1: So immensely, like we would not be here now. We would not be don't opening. Don't
2: hear about things like this happening. You mm-hmm. know, they were so. Accommodating and just willing to do what they needed to do to help us succeed, and especially in this environment these days where it's so competitive, everything's so expensive. Just the amount of graciousness they have showed us as we get this open is mm-hmm. incredible.
0: That seems par for the course for them. I yeah, love, smart, I love them yeah. so much. Just the kindest people yeah. ever. And seeing you guys there, it's interesting because. You have this concept, this idea, and then you want to move back to all the changes that's happening, and then you you hook up with this couple, mm-hmm. and you've put a lot of work into this thing. I mean, I don't know how much you've cooked at home or how much does this cost you to cook at home trying to perfect <laughs> this chicken. So much. And, I mean, every single day I'm seeing you. I mean, well, not every day, but, like, every time I go to Eastside Bon Me, there's Emma, there's mm-hmm. Chris. Like, hey, yeah. and you guys are always so friendly, but you're always there. Oh, yes. Yeah. And... <laughs> I think there's kind of a school of hard knocks side of this thing. That's like, Hey, look, we're going to figure this out. We're going to bust our asses every day. We're going to work through these kinks. How does it feel to be? I mean, obviously it's Monday. You open two days ago, but it's not really Monday and you open in two days. (laughs) What, like, how does this feel? Like, is this, is it, are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you, and we want to get back to her original question, which is what is the operational structure Mm -hmm. of what, how you're doing, how many
1: employees (laughs) you have and
0: all that stuff. But like, how are you feeling today?
1: It's a little surreal.
2: Um, I carry a lot of the anxiety. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I am so nervous, but so, nervous. so what Enneagram number are you? Oh, I have no idea. You don't know? No. <laughs> you don't know what you are? I have no idea.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> Probably a high one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works like that. I don't know. <laughs> no,
0: it doesn't work like that. You, never mind. Uh, <laughs> So you're you're holding all the anxiety, and he's over here going, "Grip it and rip it, man!" Let's go. I don't (laughs) care. Open the doors.
2: That's kind of how we are in our relationship. I'm definitely a little bit more high strung, and Chris is like, "Oh, it's all going to work out," which is why we work well together. Uh, But we're both nervous. You like that too?
3: (laughs) Oh, uh, yes. Except the the opposite, Opposite. which which you probably would think that. Tony's the more laid back and I'm Mm -hmm. the more high strung, but I'm more the like, everything's fine, like full steam ahead. And Tony is the one who like, even though he's quiet, I think is like more, gets more worried about things Mm -hmm. sometimes. I don't know.
0: My wife is walking the dog somewhere right now, listening to this. And she's going to be like, Oh, I'm the I'm the one who's saying he's. The, I'm always it'll be fine.
2: I mean, I worry <laughs> about I worry out. about She's a like, lot of. But stuff. what
0: happens if and I'm like uh-huh. then we'll we'll deal with that when we'll it happens. Like exactly. I don't know, like I can't. I
2: like think of every potential scenario that mm-hmm. could go wrong, and I'm like, well, what if this happened? Versus, <laughs> like the likelihood of that happening is very low. <laughs> yeah. But
0: that's a superpower. Mm. <laughs> no, no, that can be a superpower if I mean I, I my number one advice to every manager that I have ever trained or talked to if I said fix this shit at five o'clock that could, that you're going to, that you can fix before it happens at seven o'clock. Yeah. Cause at seven o'clock when your hair's on fire, it never fails to make touch on the shoulder and goes, there's no paper towels in the men's room. And you're like, ah. and like <laughs> I don't have the three minutes to go get paper towels and <laughs> mm-hmm. get the key and unlock the thing. And like, I could have done that at four. Kind of I could have done that. Where we're all standing around yeah. smoking cigarettes
3: the bars out of lime juice. Yeah, like that Lye. kind of stuff like
0: <laughs> that's that side of it though that you can prepare and go, okay, what do we need to do now mm-hmm. instead of reacting when we don't have time to fix it. So that's a you gotta have the yin and yang.
2: Yes. To. It plays in my favor sometimes for sure. So. Most of the time <laughs> it plays in our favor.
0: <laughs> okay, let's go back to your, your original the original question. We yes, could so do this all day.
3: I'm just curious. I don't know. I'm kind of like a nerd when it comes to yeah, yeah. I don't know. Talking the intricacies of the business, I'm just mm-hmm. so curious how how that works for you guys.
2: Yeah, so um, Chris runs most kitchen things. Yep. He's your chef. Yes, I'm the chef. He's, He's the, the, the chef. chef. Yep. I don't have a culinary background, but I have turned into a pretty mean prep Real cook. I gotta say, sous-chef. my my prep skills have gotten mm-hmm. a lot better. Are you the sous. Uh, I am the sous for now, <laughs> until we get Tell to more than one, one employee, a employee in the back. Than me. He's the,
0: <laughs> I'm the sous chef slash cashier slash Slash this, slash everything. Everything. I, I, I,
2: kind of do it all, mm. yeah. I mean, it's just been Chris and I up until this point. Even, mm. um, we had Chase come help us, who has worked with us at Eastside Bond Me and helped us at all of our pop ups. So he's helped us, and mm-hmm. um, between him and Michael, they've both helped us at pop ups and things that we've done, but we haven't had an actual employee. Um, we plan we have a guy starting today actually yep. in the kitchen, which we're excited, and then I've hired a front of house, um employee who is going to be great. So I think we're going to start with about three Two? employees. Three? We're going to, yeah. we have one more. Um, Chris and I want to do a lot at the beginning yeah. because, you very, know.
1: Very, hands-on. very hands-on. It's our baby. It's,
3: it's a the way our, to do it. Yeah,
2: And it's just like we don't know quite yet how everything's going to work. Like we have these systems, but we haven't really tested them all yet. So we don't know that they're all going to work. Mm-hmm. And I can't just tell someone, oh, this is how we're going to do it. And I've never actually really done it. And we've never had a full service all day. So it's, and it's what we've like been telling people a lot in interviews. It's like, you have to have a certain amount of like flexibility with us because mm-hmm. we are also figuring this out. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what will work best. We have an idea based on our experience and, you know, knowledge of cooking this food but there's gonna be you know a fair bit of flexibility needed as we kind of go into this and have to change things according to what's working and what's not working yeah. So it's um, important
1: to us that it's that it's us that figure that out, too. It's, yeah. it's, super, like Don't it's just
2: want to throw someone in there like, OK, mm-hmm. here you go. Figure it out. It's like that's that's on us. And just really leading, you know, this very small team to success as we open and making sure they feel respected. And like, you know, we are supporting them and not having expectations of them without giving them the tools to do what we want from them so yeah we'll we'll see but Mm -hmm. um it's also so small so everyone kind of does a little bit of everything like I was hiring our front of house I was like okay are you okay washing dishes at the end of the night Mm -hmm. are you okay doing some prep work are you you know what's your level of comfort there like this isn't just a stand there take orders and run food all Mm -hmm. day like you will you know, need to get in the back and do a little prep and pick herbs and wash dishes. Are you okay doing that? So, um, that's that definitely how East Side Bon Me was was a little bit more involved front of house, um, which I really like. I think yeah. it gives a bit more insight into what everyone, what all has to get done to make a restaurant be successful. And sometimes in the front you can just be a little isolated in your own world of, you know, juicing your limes and rolling your silverware and kind of forgetting there's this whole production happening behind you. <laughs>
1: and take away the line between the front of the house and back of the house too and, you know, not have that separation. Everyone does everything.
0: Um, I love that. Yeah. All right, so let's hop in our time machine. Mm-hmm at 88 miles an hour and let's go forward five years five years everything goes to plan what are you guys doing in five years
2: sleeping we're sleeping we're tired we're back in Thailand <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're right back in Thailand, Thailand.
1: I'm tired um, SS guy has made a billion dollars um, no <laughs>
0: um, that's a healthy plan
1: it's, no we have a couple a couple goals um there's the expansion of SS Guy. We always love the idea of a Thai Izekiah situation. Um, uh, bringing mm-hmm. it up mm-hmm. a
2: notch in terms of service. Like, I, you know, the front of house in me wants sure. to have. A, a restaurant, restaurant, with like a, a brick and a mortar, full, yeah, a dining room. And I, you know, want to have and create the full SS guy experience. So there's that part of me and Chris too. I, like, I want
1: the chef counter, I yeah. want, you know, big wood tables, elevating you know, some fire stations. Yeah, elevating
2: the cuisine yeah. and elevating the whole experience a mm-hmm. little. And um, so that's something that we talk about a lot. And, mm-hmm. um,
1: you know, there, there's also the, you know, this is a, a very good small concept that can be built to grow as, you know, there can be a lot of SS guys and there's there's definitely that vision of where, where that can go. Um, oh, okay. We fell in love in Savannah, so Savannah's always kind of been like, I'd Our love to have one spot. of these in Savannah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah. that's definitely up there. If this mm-hmm. actually works out, we'd love to open one in Savannah. We have a ton of friends still there and people in the industry that are doing amazing things there. And I want a reason to spend a little bit more time there. So that's on um, our minds a little, but yeah, I mean really just kind of taking the next year to see how this is received and um, how we feel about it and you know, how it is executing this out of such a small space and how crazy we're going Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) outside of Chad and Gracie. There's a lot of people involved in making something like this happen, Mm -hmm. right? So vendors, consultants, I don't know who you've talked with. Who are some people that you guys have partnered with as far as vendors are concerned that have really helped you that you have felt like, man, and if there's nobody, say nobody. But like if there's somebody that's really helped you, I'd love to give shout outs to people for people that are opening their first place who've really come in to help. Anybody like that for you guys?
1: Hmm. As far as vendors, and not too. I'd say there's more inspirational people that have kind of brought us there. Vendor wise, not too much. Yeah, I would we're. Say. we're um, I mean,
2: pretty much everyone we worked with at Eastside Bond Me, we've mm-hmm. just kind of set up. Um,
1: Jason at Super Source. Jason has at been Super huge. Source. Yeah, yeah, he's just like the best awesome. human that's, ever. That's very true. He is. <laughs> and
2: um, is available. Like helped yeah. us with. Um, Getting set up and just like mm-hmm. so nice in general. Yeah, um, he,
1: literally, no one has ever said a bad thing about Jason. He is. <laughs> it's so nice to like not have to think about something in in the restaurant. I mean, just literally knowing. everything's on your mind and waiting on you. It's like okay, I don't have to worry about cleaning stuff or and just the the health department thing when they come in like oh you have super source. You're done. You're good. <laughs> like, all right.
0: Cool. <laughs> that's a. I'm gonna isolate that. that yeah. That's yeah. my next commercial for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, no. Did you guys seen the movie Air yet?
4: Uh. Uh-uh.
0: Yes. Like Jason Ellis is like my super source. <laughs> like my Michael Jordan. Like when mm-hmm. I first started, you are my first advertiser, and I'm like, mm-hmm. bet on the right guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just amazing. He's just he's he's everything you guys just described. Yeah. I love working with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sending you home with some of his stuff. You get a little bonus. Nice. So yeah. You know, <laughs> all the guests get some freebies that come in here.
1: No, other than that, I mean our, our family has been a, a huge support. Um, you know, having family Chris in yeah, Nashville. Chris grew
2: up in restaurants. Then, um his parents owned a restaurant. It's kinda kinda of,
1: kind of wild too, because let's see. We are opening our restaurant now and they are literally after thirty six years. Finally, selling their restaurant.
3: Wow, what's um, what? What and where is the restaurant? So
1: it's in Claremore, Oklahoma. Uh, I grew up in it from the age of twelve, pretty much. <laughs> um, and it's mama pop style restaurant, country fried steak. Oh,
3: yeah, fourteen
1: different pies they make daily, mashed potato <laughs> rolls, all all the good. What's Oklahoma. a mashed
3: potato roll? Oh, right, I had never heard of it's one. So is it like it. a potato bread? Yeah, type it's of like roll?
1: A, um, it's a yeast roll. Um, and with mashed potatoes folded into the dough, and it's stupid good. <laughs> and you dip it in gravy. <laughs> very sounds, Oklahoma. Yeah. just sounds illegal. Oh, it's, it's stupid good. Um, you know, so my, my mom and dad have been in the restaurant business forever, and, and they've helped coach along the way and been there for advice, but also, you know, let me figure it out my way as well. So, um, so, so thankful for them along yeah, the way. And they've
2: been a huge help. And just a wealth of experience that mm-hmm. they can give us of the do's and don'ts. So and that's been really nice. Well, and yeah. And then Chad and Gracie, I've called Chad countless times of what do I do? Is this right? Is you know, and just having someone you trust and, you know, will lead you in the right direction is um, very, very helpful. Yeah.
3: I'm so excited for you guys. Thank you. Thank you guys, you. please remind us again when and where we can eat your delicious food. Yes. So, so we starting
2: are at, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, June 3rd. June 3rd. Um, we're open at The Wash, 1101 McKinney Avenue. We are the third bay. Uh, we'll be open every day except Tuesday and then 11 to 9 to start. And be on the lookout because um, in a couple months we'll start doing late night Um, And that'll be from 9 to 12. We'll be doing, like, buckets of fried chicken. Mm. Who doesn't
1: Mm. want a bucket of fried chicken at... 12 a.m. We're gonna try <laughs> to do some
2: fun like street I food uh-huh. stuff on the in the courtyard mm-hmm. of the wash. We're really trying to make that kind of like a late night destination. So the bar stays open already, um, and none of the food vendors so far stay open. So um, ourselves and Suiza will try and be trying to kind of start that late night. I mean that's the perfect there. thing for the summer. Yeah, it is. Yeah weather's
3: nice it's a great mm-hmm. grab spot a cocktail grab some mm-hmm. chicken
0: hey i want to give a shout out to suiza super quesadilla yeah.
3: yeah
0: that was the best quesadilla i've ever had in my life <laughs> <laughs> i'm not kidding i didn't ha- i i didn't know what it was it's called s-w-e-e-z-a mm-hmm. suiza suiza suiza, mm-hmm. suiza. like s-u-i-z-a mm-hmm. like a suiza quesadilla mm-hmm. but it's spelled s-w-e-e because it's it's just kind of, it's, like, it's a fun play on the <laughs> word, right? I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know. I was just coming to eat SS Guy. I'm like, hey, you can have a squeeze. I am like, what is this? I didn't even know it was a thing. <laughs> and so we get these quesadillas, and I'm like, well, try it. And I was like, holy shit, this thing is delicious. And unfortunately, we ate that first. Like, we ate that. I had this gigantic quesadilla, and then we got the SS Guy. So I was like, well, I'm kind of full to start. <laughs> But it was an amazing. I believe me, I ate it all, <laughs> you couldn't stop eating. <laughs> but the Suiza Quesadilla, that's another Chad and Gracie Chad from Eastside Bon Me. Yeah. Ah. They've now opened Suiza Quesadillas right next to ESP, mm-hmm. and, and then they're right next door in SS Guy. So that's why I said I think they're trying to take over the wash because now they've got three of the six bays, <laughs> and one of them, one of those bays is a bar, so it's yeah. them, and then the uh. Is it three Peruvian? Per two. two, two, two. They've, they've I'm to adding a, a Peruvian dish. <laughs> <to this. Yeah. laughs> listen to me. They've
2: changed their name to Leche de <laughs> Tigre.
0: Leche de, de Tigre. And
2: then Soy Cubano is the second bay there next, right to next us. door. Right next door. And they both have incredible food and options and just really solid people too.
0: So lots of options over at the Wash.
1: <laughs> and they're all based off street food pretty much. Like everything is kind of street food. So it just is fun. Uh, it fits our concept really well um and just a a great mix of people there do you want
0: to do some rapid fire questions with them
3: go for it
1: (laughs) she's like (laughs) if you do
0: i'm sorry
3: i feel ill prepared
0: and we will be right back with the newlywed game and a rapid fire questioning for emma and chris right after these words from our sponsors you know we don't do a lot of ads for gordon food service or as most people know them gfs Because they're our title sponsor and they do the the final episode, the the final thought of the show is based on Gordon Food Service and we're powered by Gordon Food Service. But every once in a while, I like to jump in and just tell you how amazing these people are. They have supported me and this podcast as long as I can remember. They were some of the people that I talked to when I thought about starting the podcast. Uh, They've just been good friends and they genuinely care so if you work with a broadline company that you don't feel like genuinely cares about your business it's time to make a change or it's at least time to explore other options look you need to call paul hunter he is kind of a, he's these the new business development guy he can come in identify exactly what you need he does so many amazing things his number is 615 945-6753 you give him a call he comes in it doesn't hurt What's the best That What's the worst that can happen? You learn about a really cool company that's doing awesome things and you ask your current company, Hey, why don't you do those things too? Nothing hurts from finding out what the other people have to offer. And if you're using Gordon food service, they want to say thank you. They want to say thank you for everything that you're doing for them. And hopefully they're being an amazing partner for you. All right, there it is. That's all I got. Gordon food service. I love them. You should too. We are supported by Robbins insurance an independent insurance agency known for providing customized insurance policies, sound guidance, and attentive service. Robbins is also known for delivering exceptional coverage to Nashville's restaurants and bars. Whether it's a fryer fire that sets off the sprinkler system and leaves your restaurant sopping wet on a busy Saturday night, or it's a a once-in-a-decade tornado that cuts off your electricity and subsequently spoils all the food in your walk-in, Robbins has seen it all. And they know how to create policies that will get your business back on its feet as quickly as possible in the event a disaster strikes. Look, when it comes to insuring your restaurant, bar, brewery, bakery, grocery store, hotel, or whatever, you need someone who knows the industry, who understands your business, and who will create a policy that protects your space, your staff, and your concept. That's Robbins. And here's the deal. If you don't have somebody right now that you can call, a a, a number that you can call right now and talk to your insurance agent, it might be time to make a switch. Matthew Clements is your guy over at Robbins Insurance. His number is 863-409-9372 or mclements at robbinsins.com is how you're going to email him. Guys, I love this guy. Just had an adorable baby. He is uh he's a local guy, been here forever. Works right down the street from us. He is the one phone call away to being your insurance guy that you need. Matthew Clements, give him a call 863-409-9372. Hey guys, we are supported by Sharpier's Bakery and we've been supported by Sharpier's Bakery for the last year. And I tell you, I couldn't be more proud of this partnership. Guys, they're a locally owned and operated bakery right here in Nashville for the last 36 years. Yes, they deliver fresh baked bread daily to your restaurant's back door and man is it good you want to know what kind of bread they make go check them out at sharpies bakery.com that's c-h-a-r-p-i-e-r-s bakery.com so they have over 200 types of bread and if you're wondering well hey look it's a special recipe that i like to use that you know we bake it in our house and it's just it's a kind of a pain but we we like to do it they can take your recipe and make that bread for you without any of the hassle the mess the labor They'll just deliver it right to your door every single day. It is freshly baked. They love to give you a tour of their facility. Give Erin Mosso a call. Her number is 615 319 6453. You should do it now.
3: <laughs> no, there's
0: no, I don't have anything prepared, but there's just like this. Okay, standard, yeah, let's do it. Let's do there's it. There's like guys. standard, like favorite movie shit, like favorite bands. Okay. You've your newlyweds in Nashville. What's your go to date night?
1: Ooh. Urban Cowboy. Mm -hmm. Urban Cowboy
2: for a drink out uh, in the patio. getting a drink on the patio. It has such a fun kind of romantic. They have a lot of like live jazz music out there sometimes. Mm -hmm. So that, get a pizza from Roberta's. It's easy. You can usually be in and out. Don't need a reservation. Um, So yeah, that's definitely. Also
1: Rice Vice because there's sometimes you can kind of have the little area to yourself. It's so nice. It's delicious. And the great people there.
0: I really want to play the newlywed game with them. Like Mm. when you go there what is her favorite drink what's, the, what's her go-to drink do you know chris
1: at rice vice it's a highball uh the one with the cantaloupe mm-hmm. um <laughs> at urban cowboy their drinks change often so that's tough to say but usually something with mezcal mm-hmm.
0: um is that what you were going to say something with mezcal 100%. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right
0: same question for you for him what's he drinking mm.
2: Um, a Koji Gold probably at uh, Rice Vice, mm-hmm. um, and for mm-hmm. Urban Cowboy, I don't know, that's kind of hard.
1: I switch it up a lot for cocktails. You
2: do. You don't really have a tequila-based, I would say, or, I mean, you're also a mezcal person as True. well. Yeah, um, but yeah definitely Koji Gold at Rice definitely. Vice.
3: All right, what is... Are we doing Newlywed Game? Whatever you want. Okay, what is her favorite movie? Ooh,
1: Steel Magnolias. <laughs> oh, such
3: come on. We should have gun. him Give write. Is that what you would Heart. say? <laughs> come on. All right, how about We him? could have him go
0: outside top and we gun. can write this. Yeah. Top Gun? <laughs> is that it? Top Gun?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> one or Dogs two.
1: One, of course. I mean, I don't
0: know. I mean, maybe mean, the, the new on. Top Gun just took you over. Well, and Katie Hawkins
1: like, comes on, Danger Zone. <laughs> just, come on. <laughs> My
0: dad... We, he's always been one of those weird stereo... Not a weird... He always was very proud of his stereo. Okay, I'll say that. And when people would come over to the house, he would go, you want to check out the surround sound? And he would always... <laughs> he'd put the the cassette tape in, you know, of Top Gun in that opening scene, that... <laughs> and, it, and it's then all of a sudden the guy's... Go! And they're, they're, the planes are going and it's... I feel like that is... way to the... Dangerous. Zone. Oh. That is just
3: like
1: oh, the most on the radio. I can't believe that happened. That's the God, most dad thing happen. ever.
4: Of like, hey,
1: you've <laughs> got to hear my
3: stereo, I, and I'm gonna put on Top Gun. I,
0: I, I do that currently to people.
3: Uh, I can see that 100. I have that, like that does a, the, I have like a, the a theater
0: room, which I have like my bonus room. is like a, I have like surround sound, this huge sub in there, and it's really loud. But I don't do Top Gun.
3: Oh God, Mean Girls. brandon's secret favorite movie
0: that's not so much an inside joke but yes uh no i i play the trailer to the new lion king
4: is there a new lion king well
0: like the the newish one the the um like the it's not a live action but it's like uh it's not a cartoon okay Disney did it like five years ago. Oh, okay. It's a new Lion King. Okay. But it's like this intro that leads up to it. Then it leads up to the lion going, and it's like in the whole room, like shakes. It's a whole thing. Okay. I love it. So I'm like, do you want to watch the Lion King preview? I'm to show you the Lion King preview. Like, I don't really give a shit. I'm like, I'm going to show you anyway. It's a dad thing.
3: It's not, yes, very much. I am
0: a dad, however, so that works. So it works, it
3: works for you. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So Top Guns, Steel Magnolias. Yep. Favorite band of all time is there like if you're follow any bands were you guys ever like oh, i followed fish for two years My or something
2: <laughs> we're not fish heads no. you know? <laughs> brandon what, it's so
3: insulting to ask them that no i'm just kidding
0: i'm like what
3: how dare you ask such a question
2: <laughs>
1: hmm. bands are a tough one
2: i know i don't know that i could narrow that down for myself or you. yeah
3: we have a pretty wide array of how bands. about a best concert Do either of you have like a best concert you've ever been best to? best or first
2: we mm. I we saw Florence in the Machine that last really year bad. at Ascend and it was it's pretty amazing awesome. yeah. it was so great mm-hmm. she's so powerful and beautiful and wonderful yep.
0: she yeah she's amazing she is I saw her open for U two at Vanderbilt Stadium Ooh. when U two was there
1: oh interesting it was pretty cool yeah I'd say that'd be up there I yeah. also saw U two. Black IP's open for
0: him. Wow,
3: that's a wild range of really? <laughs> openers <laughs> for you too. Well,
0: my best show I've ever went to was in 94, and it was U2 at the Georgia Dome at the Zoo TV Tour, and Public Enemy opened for him.
3: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Original Public Enemy, like mm-hmm. back in the day Public Enemy. Yeah.
3: The power, I mean, that's that also sounds amazing, but I just always oh, the best
0: part of the show was public enemy, in my opinion, <laughs> to see public enemy. And I, would, in I would much rather people. see public
3: enemy than you two.
1: Oh man, you too.
3: I don't have anything against them. I just <laughs> she
0: I hates Bono.
3: I do not know, <laughs> it's the edge. I have no opinion about you two, that's a, it's neutral I for me. Way. Really, I, I neither like nor dislike.
0: My wife was kind of like, I don't like you two, and we went and saw him at Vanderbilt, and she was like. How many fucking hits do they have? Because they played for like three (laughs) hours, and it was just like every song you'd heard a million times. I was like, God, they put a lot of music out there. I
3: I will tell you this. I'm sorry to say, you know, it's a band I really don't like. Pearl Jam. What? (laughs) All
0: right. We're actually looking. We're looking for for a new co-host on the show. So Tony,
3: so Tony and I play this game where you have to come up with. I love Nickelback. No, okay. um. Tony and I have this game where you have to come up with the worst concert you can think of. Like, what is your nightmare of a concert to go to? And you pick the venue, the opener, and the main act. And I can't remember the opener, but Tony's venue and main act is always Wrigley Field and Pearl Jam, <laughs> which has happened.
0: I've been to Wrigley Field to see Pearl Jam.
3: You are living <laughs> Tony's nightmare.
0: I'm living. <laughs> He's a White Sox fan. So there's the whole Wrigley Field uh-huh. thing. And. You know, Eddie Vedder's a big Cubs fan, so I imagine there's some.
3: I think that probably plays a little bit little into animosity it. Yeah. there. I get that. <laughs> I get that. Okay, what about you? What's a band that you hate? You're just like I cannot take this. Like a band or a musician.
2: <laughs> Switchfoot. <laughs> <laughs> there's a little bit of a, uh, a uh, inside joke there. there. Ooh, a band that I hate. That's mm, a great question. That is.
1: Uh,
2: I feel like we were talking about this the we other were. day. What, um, who was it? <laughs> I
1: don't what? know. I mean, uh, can we just say Switchfoot? Because mm-hmm. we'll uh, never see. I mean, I personally <laughs> don't have a
2: lot of beef with Switchfoot. <laughs> they live in Nashville, <laughs>
0: by the way. <laughs> oh, oh okay. Never mind. Well, they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we love them. Love them. They're I huge, mean, they're huge can... in Thailand, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they
3: love Thai chicken. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we can go the classic Nickelback route. Yeah, true, true. Um,
0: Look at this photograph. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: feel like we literally were talking about this the other day. I was like, I just can't with this. I don't know. I'm going with Nickelback. Go yeah, okay. So it's a, always a safe
3: answer. Yeah, always a safe <laughs> answer.
1: At least it's not Pearl Jam. Yeah, I like Pearl Jam. The
0: greatest bands fine. of all time.
1: <laughs> so says
2: you. Oh, um, not that it's a band, but I am a Katy Perry hater. Can't really oh, put it? finger on it. Just something I don't trust about her. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you guys? Uh, are you
3: guys into all the Taylor Swift of? Good place.
0: Like Luke Bryan world? would be one. I cannot. and and Jason Aldean. If I hear... Those voices, I just, I'm like, yeah, I just I turn it off.
2: <laughs> and Eric Church, actually, Eric Church, despise I despise him. Mm. Oh. It's something about the sunglasses inside. Take them off, <laughs> chill out. It's too much. I,
0: I I actually like Eric Church. I don't know why. I think it's because of the sunglasses. I,
2: it's the sunglasses for me. I don't, there's just something about it that I can't. Mm, too much. Maybe
3: it's smart, though. Like maybe he's somebody who can really go out in public unnoticed very easily because. All he's got to do is take off the shades. Well, that's shades.
0: why country guys wear. Look, country stars, for the most part, ain't cowboys.
2: No, <laughs>
0: they work in the farm and they don't need the hats, so they wear the hats and the belt buckles stuff on stage. If you see Kenny Chesney, if Kenny Chesney came to your your restaurant ordered food, you'd have no fucking he's, clue it was Kenny Chesney. Uh, <laughs> he's
2: been to my restaurant, and
0: did you know it was him? Oh yeah. Did he oh, yeah. tell I you have, it was him?
3: He's hard to miss. I'll tell I you. I'll tell you off air. He
2: is very recognizable. Yeah. shh. He's very (laughs) small. He's very short. Yeah, he's a short, short The nicest guy.
0: I mean, every time I've had him in the restaurant, he's been very nice. I feel like that's not the same experience you had. Is there tea that needs to be spilled right now? No, 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 no.
3: Not at all. No, not at all. It was years ago when he came to Nicky's. Oh. Years ago.
0: Well, I. He doesn't look like. Who I would imagine he would look like with the cowboy hat and the whole thing. You know,
3: you know who's one celebrity I've always wanted to see. I know he lives in Nashville. Have you ever seen uh, Hank the Third over on the East Side? I've always heard Mm -hmm. that he lives on the East Side. I've never seen him. No, I'm just I'm such a huge fan of his grandfather, and they just look like twins. I've just always wanted to see him around. I would get such a thrill, but I
1: don't
3: know. I don't think I I want to
1: meet Struggle Jennings.
2: He's, yeah. around. <laughs> he He's around. He's around. We listened to a podcast with him on it, and we're very interested in his life. What's, what um,
3: podcast?
2: Um, oh, what was it called? It was the no, one. No, I'm he
1: interested. Like was a drug runner
2: yes, or something, it right? was, um, what's Hell yeah. <laughs> what's the one? Um, it was a CNN show, and she did a podcast for mm-hmm. it. Mary something, I don't I don't remember, but it was about his like drug running days. Mm. We we drove (laughs) we drove all the way from Savannah to Seattle, back Seattle to Nashville. So we spent a lot lot of of time listening to a lot of weird Mm podcasts. Um so that was one of them.
0: Well speaking of podcasts, it has been an Honor to have you guys on our podcast. Thank you. It's been you a long much. time in the making. I know. Finally made it happen.
1: The right time.
0: In the busy time for you, getting open, you can go eat SS Guy right now. You got to go to the wash in East Nashville. Now, if you're listening to this, it's potentially a Sunday, except I put these out like a day early. So it'll go out on Sunday. But then Monday, when most people are hearing this, you can go tonight. You cannot go tomorrow because it is going to be Tuesday and they're closed. But every other day. Every other day. You're, and you're going to yes. see them there. They're, they're, we will be there. They're going to be there. <laughs> exactly. You can go meet literally Emma and there. Chris You'll literally whenever see you there. want.
1: Every day. Almost. <laughs> They'll take selfies with you. Indeed, we're so excited.
0: Carolina. Well, congrats, guys. Thank I'm so really
3: excited you. for you. Can't Thank wait you. to get over there for dinner. Thanks, Thanks so so much. Much.
0: The, the final thing we have for you is the Gordon Food Service final thought. Yes. Right? So you yeah, guys knew did. this was coming. We did. You've heard the show before, I assume. Yeah, we have. <laughs> <I'm just
1: kidding.
0: laughs> Whatever you want to say, as long as you want to say it, you guys get to take us out. Go, whoever right. wants to go.
1: Our final thought. Both
0: our of final you thought. both of you get one though.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh. Ooh. First of all. I get to go first. Eat oh, no, <laughs> with your go hands. hands. <laughs> so our yeah, we want to communicate. Eating with your hands is a big deal of how we serve this meal. Um, so as we've served it over the past couple of days, everyone's like, "Can I have a knife for my chicken?" I'm like, what "No, the there's fuck
1: eats fried chicken with a fork and knife." Like, there's a built, there's a built-in handle.
2: <laughs> eat it off the bone. Um, slow down. Put your phones down. Eat with your hands. Enjoy, especially if you come eat our food. Enjoy the experience. It's our favorite meal to cook for. Are when we have friends over, because you're forced to put your phones down, you make this giant spread at the table, you eat with your hands, you have to talk and engage with the people you're dining with, and it just creates a really fun dining experience you're making wraps you're picking things up you're it's you know interactive and your hands are greasy from fried chicken so you have to stay off of your phone and stay engaged with the people that you're dining with which i think is something we miss a lot when we're dining out these days so that's my thought
1: i mean that was our thought (laughs) (laughs) um other than that you know it's it's cheesy, it's it's cliche, but you have a dream in food, pursue it, and if you say you're gonna do it, do it. That's it.
0: Um, Amen.
3: Love it, guys. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Thank
1: you, guys, so much. We'll Thank
0: see you God. on the east side. Have a yeah. great day. Thank Thanks, you. Thank you so much to Emma and Chris from SS Guy. You need to go check them out right now. Go there tonight. Go eat at Sweeza. Super Quesadilla also right next door, or ESP, or uh, Soy Cubano, any of those amazing places over there in the wash, just good stuff. Uh, stay tuned, because this Friday, we're going to have a special episode with Marsha Masula. That episode, uh, she is running for City Council at Large, and she is a friend of the show, and she is a personal friend of Caroline and Eyes, and we love her, and we cannot wait to share what she's out there doing, she's making it happen. She is, if you work in this industry, you need to go vote. It it is so important that you get out there and vote. The the local elections are twice as important to me as the presidential elections. I know a lot of you are like, well, it's it's a, you know, whatever state, and I'm not going to get my, my vote's not going to count. In Nashville and Davidson County, it freaking counts. You need to get out there and vote for these local elections. This is the important time. And Marsha Masula is running for city council at large. You're going to hear about her on Friday. And I cannot wait to show this episode because she is amazing. And then Noelle Marchetti is going to be the following Monday. We're really excited to bring this to you. She was a James Beard semifinalist this year for Pastry Chef. She's at Yolan. She is a genius and an amazing human. So we're excited to share her story. Then the following week, we're going to be talking to Ford Fry, and we have so many more coming up. And so just stay tuned, Nashville Restaurant Radio. Go follow us at Nashville underscore restaurant underscore radio on Instagram. Brandon's Book Club will also be coming up this week, June the 8th, Brandon's Book Club with Dr. Alex Jahungier. We're going to be talking about Hot Spot, a doctor's diary from the pandemic. This book was incredible. If you lived in Nashville. It all throughout the pandemic, you need to read this book and then you can talk to the good doctor. He will be here in studio. We're going to be talking about his book. Um, It's going to be next week. It's going to be coming up this week, June the 8th. We'd love to uh, have you join us. So there it is. Uh, Hope you guys are being safe out there. Love you guys. Bye.